We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. And welcome in one of our favorite folks, our official attorney of the Two Guys Named Chris Show, Lisa Lanier. Good to have you in the studio, Lisa. Good to be here. Good to see you. Live and in person. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, normally at this time, we do something called Lawyer Up when, when she goes inside legal stories. But today, it's Ask a Lawyer. So if you call us now at 866-470-2GNC, you can actually ask her a legal question and get some free legal advice here. She's on your t- right here. This is mm-hmm. legal time that you get here, non, non-billable hours that you can ask her questions. And she was just saying you were supposed to go to Richmond this weekend, but they canceled for your daughter's volleyball tournament. I was, yeah. Now, did they cancel, they cancel the whole thing because of weather or COVID, or how did that work? No, no. She uh, she actually had an injury. So, uh, oh, great. Oh, gosh, I'm going yeah. to have to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrific. I know. So right. you're so daughter. sorry to hear that. Are you going to do with your weekend? <laughs> All right. So, okay. All right. right. You and I are such we have such similar parenting styles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An injury means beautiful free yeah, weekend. Stay at home. Alan, you have a question about uh and this does have a child support question here for Lisa Lanier. Go ahead. Yeah, I sure do. Thank you so much. Yes. So ultimately my boys were in uh private school at the time of my divorce. One of them was in first grade, the other one was in preschool and had not yet started uh official elementary school. And uh, I'm having to pay child support for that. That's fine. But uh, my ex-wife recently changed them into a, a private school that's doubly expensive. And uh, now I'm having to pay like $400 more a month. And so it's a two-part question. But the first part is, how do I, you know, do I have a leg to stand on to not have to continue paying more and more and more if she just keeps changing schools on, on me? Mm-hmm. And then my other part is, do I even have to pay for the second child because he wasn't even in elementary school so how has there been a standard when he wasn't even of age, you know? I think it's a good question here. Yeah, yeah, those are good questions. And usually the education is something that the parents have to agree upon. And sometimes that's actually contemplated in the custody agreement. But it sounds like maybe it was not in your case. I'm not sure. So, you know, usually child support is actually based on your income. And it doesn't usually go up unless there's been a change because there's a formula that's applied mm-hmm. and it doesn't usually change unless there's been a change in your income and it can go up or down depending on that. Mm-hmm. You have to go ask the court and it sounds like you're just voluntarily paying more because of the higher cost of the education. So, I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to go challenge it, it's going to be based on your income. And if you're not already paying up to the max under the child support guidelines, then it sounds like you could be you know, you could be required to pay more. It just mm-hmm. depends on how much you're making. and Right. Mm-hmm. So but, his, but, his, but not necessarily automatically having to pay for a more expensive school. I would, yeah, I mm-hmm. wouldn't think so. What about if his first child wasn't even in school yet, now they're going to private school again? So, uh, same type thing, right? If you, Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it seems like you and your ex are going to have to agree on what kind of education the kids are going to get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's going to come down to that. That's mm-hmm. a fight, too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Mm. Appreciate it. Good luck to you. I, sounds like you could challenge that if your income hasn't changed and you can wind up uh, maybe not having to pay for that. Anonymous, a question for Lisa Lanier. Ask the attorney here. She's in live in the studio today, our official attorney. Anonymous, go ahead. Um, yeah, so uh, in 2018, I entered into a agreement with a um, legal services company that said that they would help me settle my debt. Mm-hmm. And I had about 30000 debt that I enrolled in a program with them. And then last year, about April or May, they said that they were dissolving the um, agreement completely. And they they would not tell me why. Can they just do that? Dissolve an agreement like that? Typically, it's yeah, yeah, it would depend. There's probably verbiage in the contract. I'm imagining some fine print Mm -hmm. that uh, you would want to take a look carefully at the agreement and see 
you know, typically you don't just dissolve a contract. You, yeah. you know, you have to f- abide by the terms. But I would imagine that there is some kind of a provision, usually, especially if you're dealing with lawyers, that, you know, they're, they've probably slid some language in there about that, you know, at some certain point they can uh, mm-hmm. can stop providing the service. That's what you have to do is so read all the fine read print. Read the fine print. So yeah. what does that le- mean for the caller and her remaining debt? It's all on her again? Yeah. I mean, it's going to, again, depend on what the contract Ugh. says. Jeez, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't like that. that. Maybe she got in with some shady attorneys. Could be, yeah. Thanks, Anonymous. I hope you read that, and hopefully it'll work out for you. Appreciate it. Mike has a question about a dentist. Mike, go ahead. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Hey, good. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, back uh, December, uh, a little over a year ago, I went to have a root canal done by a general practitioner dentist, not a specialist. He had to give me three shots of Novocaine to deaden the, the, the procedure. The third shot, his, the needle must have severed a, a nerve because I felt a sharp pain after two Novocaine shots. Mm-hmm. Okay. A year later, I'm still having a slight uh, kind of a dead feeling where that Novocaine shot uh, was given to me. And I'm wondering what's the statute of limitations on that kind of a thing and, and should I pursue it because it's slight it's not a a lot of pain <laughs> yeah yeah so dental malpractice just like medical malpractice like the caller a minute ago or the, the inquiry a minute ago it's expensive you have to get all these expert witnesses and they have to say that the dentist did something that was outside of the standard of care and unfortunately even when the dentist does everything right you can still have a complication and a bad outcome mm-hmm. and it sounds like because it's slight it's not going to be worth the cost of you pursuing it it's going to be quite expensive to get dental experts and, you know, that sort of thing. And it doesn't sound like you're aware of anything that did, you know, the dentist was trying to numb you. And I mean, it's not like, you know, you know anything about, you mm-hmm. know, it's any, that would lead you to think that he put it in the wrong spot or something. Right. Yeah. So, so, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's not worth fighting. Probably. Yeah. Hey. Man, that's too bad. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate yeah, it. Luck. I wonder what the dentist is saying. You're not in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, right. all your, it's all in your head. That's too right. bad. A lot of times when it's medical, or you always say it's there's no it's point. Not worth it. Yeah, yeah it's it has not, to be really big damages. Yeah, otherwise you're going to pay more for loss for so, the lawyer. So yeah. Lisa, you've said a couple times now that this medical malpractice can be expensive. If you're an average citizen and you want to pursue this, how many medical experts do you recommend a client have? For a malpractice. So, you know, I mean, we do a lot of medical malpractice work and we want to have at least three. Mm-hmm. Wow, that many. Yeah. And, you know, you're thinking, you know, it's, let's say it's 5000 bucks each just to review the records. And that doesn't even touch what it's going to be for later for deposition testimony and that okay. sort of thing. It I mean, costs $5,000. On average, yeah. It's about five, sometimes more. I to mean, review yeah. the records. Oh, yeah. I mean, because these doctors, you know, they make good money in their mm-hmm. practice. And so you're essentially having to pay them for their time mm-hmm. away from their practice. Okay. Right. Plus, Whoever you're suing, the dentist, the doctor, he's going to have, they're going to have attorneys on retainer to fight their battles for them. Yeah, and then they're going to identify experts, and usually the, de- the defense will identify a crazy number of experts, mm-hmm. and then you have to depose all of them, or most of us want to depose them. You have to pay for their time, and it's just, it, it's incredibly expensive. And who's deciding on that? Is that a jury thing, or is that just a judge a lot of times? Jury. Okay. I should have been a darn lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Almost were. <laughs> this close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This close. Based on mm. the income? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fight for justice? No. Uh, I wanted, At first, I wanted to fight for the common man, and then I wanted the income, and then it turned out I wasn't smart enough to get the LSATs through me. Mike, you're talking about a question on a vehicle issue, car or truck. Go ahead. Um, yes. I have an uh, issue about a truck I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, um, what had happened, there was a defective part. And the uh, 
the company knew about it, but they went ahead and kept putting it in the vehicle anyway. Mm. Well, after two weeks, after the warranty ran out, they, um, you know, refused to repair the vehicle under warranty. And it ended up costing me about $10,000 to get it repaired. Is there any way I could get any of that back somehow? Wow, good question. Yeah, so they, they knew the part was going to break, put it in the vehicle anyway. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think you could certainly take them to small claims court. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be, I think, and a lot of times, you know, someone, uh, you, you may have a hard time either A, finding an attorney to handle something like that, or B, it may not be worth it to pay, you know, you're paying an attorney three four $400 an hour to do this. It's not worth it over $10,000 damage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So go file your own small claims action. And then a lot of times you'd be surprised how the magistrates and the uh, judges are a little bit more lenient with people if you don't exactly know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's even, uh, you can get a packet sometimes from the courthouse or online to tell you how to do it. And uh, people have a surprising amount of success with that or getting it resolved. Really? Yeah. Huh. And $10,000 is considered small claims? Yes, it is. <sighs> okay. Time-consuming. Yeah, you really yeah, should have been is, a lawyer. Yeah. Gosh, God knows. Yeah. That's a small claim. <laughs> yeah, that's a small claim. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. But it can't, he's going to have to do his research and all that. He's going to have to, when he goes to court, he's going to have to know his he's stuff. He's the guy. He's right. the guy. He's right. the attorney, right? He's he's the expert. He's the attorney. He's all of it. He's all rolled into one. But I might try that for ten thousand. That's yeah. a pretty big deal. Adam, you're talking about VA benefit. Do you have a question for Lisa? Go ahead. Yeah, um, I got out of the Marine Corps in uh, 2012. I did a tour to Afghanistan, another tour around South America, and uh, the I started having a uh, hearing issues. And I went through the VA, and they gave me a hearing test, diagnosed me with tinnitus, but they're trying to tell me it's not service-related. And I've been fighting with them for about four or five years. I was just trying to see if what what I need to do or what options I have to get that covered um, under my disability compensation. Yeah, so you, know, you have to be able to prove that it's a service-related uh, condition. But And typically, you know, there are that involves doctor testimony. Like what we end up having to do is – um, and we have, I have an attorney, um, Ashley Sappenfield, that does this. And uh, we really and appreciate your service, by the way. I mean, we really mm-hmm. we have a lot of veterans uh, on staff that work in that department. And uh, basically, we get a doctor uh, to evaluate you and uh, try to fight that, you know, and, and show you got to prove that it's service related. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, you th- it sounds like if he does, he's got a good shot at yeah. some, uh, getting yeah. something. Yeah. Good luck to you, Adam. And thank you. Unfortunately, yeah. sometimes hearing just decays, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like yeah. mine. Yeah, Christian would know that. He, he I don't just, know if Lisa told you, or I don't know if Lisa knows. I had started, um, mm-hmm. it was about 2013, mm-hmm. started having like real ringing in my ears. Oh. Tinnitus. Yeah, it's Well, tinnitus. I thought it was yeah, tinnitus, right. so I went to the uh, the ear specialist, and I can't remember how much I paid. I had all these tests, and at the end of the day, they said, you have tinnitus. And I said, now what? And they said, that's it, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have ringing in the ears. Because there's nothing that can be done. There's nothing right? that can, nothing be, can be done. A, to give us $1,000. Yeah. It's kind of uh, like. There's a new, I just actually read, there's a new, um, the Shark Tank had mm-hmm. these people on there that have come up with this CBD oil mm-hmm. concoction that's supposed to cure it. You should check it really? out. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's they really funded cool. it. Yeah, well, I put it on a Q-tip and, and swab it in the ear. Or? Probably, I don't know. I just read it. I just read it. <laughs> and said that. That these people got funding from. I have yeah. Google Shark Tank and tinnitus. Thank yeah. you, Lisa. Are you watching the new Sex in the City? I haven't yet. No. Oh, well, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? I hope to. Yeah, Either the no. Shark Tank or tinnitus. There, yeah. A, what, yeah. What was the segue? There? There's an issue with. There's an issue with well, the hearing aging. aid. What, oh, okay. One of them can't hear. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> never mind. Charlotte has arthritis. Right. I can't, yeah, I can't. Right. <laughs>
Mr. She wants Mr. to hire Mr. a lawyer. Mr. Wait a minute now. Now, if you want to come over and I'll catch yeah. you up on this show, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be glad to. Oh, so great to see you, as always. You look fantastic. I just wanted to, I wanted to put it on the record. You look fantastic. That's it. We will have her back in next week for Lawyer Up, as usual. You'll be on the phone, of course. Have a great weekend. Thanks. And congratulations on your daughter's injury. Enjoy your weekend.